Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast 2023. Here we are. I hope that you had a wonderful, well, wonderful holidays in general. And here we are in 2023. How do we feel? I'm always like, there's so many parts of me pulling (laughs) when I'm thinking about, you know, a new year. Because there's the part of me that loves, 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 loves the new year, loves goal setting, loves a reflection, loves all these vibes that we have. And there's a part of me that absolutely hates how, you know, diet culture gets involved in goal setting and the expectations that we put on ourselves that are like unrealistic for the year. And a lot of the goals that we set, I don't think are super like wonderful, but there's part of me that actually really loves goal setting. I don't know if it's like my type A personality or if it's the fact that I don't know what it is. It's kind of like this new beginning feeling that it's just, you know, really believing that all is possible and that we can do all things and that we can set up goals for ourselves on how we want to feel. I absolutely love that. So today I want to talk about goal setting, but I want to do it differently. I really want us to talk about what can be helpful and what can be unhelpful and trying to detach that from what we have been taught and what diet culture have been taught. See, the thing is that a lot of us have been taught to set goals and then motivate ourselves by shame, right? We're not good enough. We need to be better. But if I don't do this, I won't be successful. If I won't do this, I won't be loved. I won't be desirable. I won't blah, 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 blah. Again, ew. Don't want that vibe. When our goals are motivated by shame, it doesn't really feel good, doesn't really lead to sustainable outcomes, anyways. And it really impairs the relationship that we have with ourselves. And when we don't actually accomplish that goal, we shame ourselves even more. And I honestly believe like that's the biggest issue with goal setting and what we have been taught from diet culture. So we want to do things differently and we want to set goals and motive, like be motivated by value aligned goal setting, right? Goals that are so aligned with who we are and how we want to be that one, they're easy to accomplish, but two, we don't need to shame ourselves into getting there and doing it. And something that I have really been leaning into in the last couple of years is experience goals. So no longer setting like external metric for goals, but instead trying to focus on how we want to be and live and experience this world. And I really do believe that these goals are like legit the best because it really helps us create this like beautiful intentional life, which is something that I am really into. And if you've listened to my last podcast episode, 
I am really leaning into more intentional living and really experiencing this beautiful life the way that I want to experience it and not how I have been told that I need to experience it. So the first things when we think about goal setting, and I'm going to say this, and it's always going to have how I'm going to start when I talk about goals. We are not setting weight loss goals. This is not the vibe this year. This is not what we want to do anymore, but let me explain to you why. And I mean, you have body autonomy. If you want to do that for yourself, you can, but let's talk it through. The reason why setting weight body goals is damaging, not great. We don't love it. Is that one, your weight is not a controllable metric. You don't control your weight. We control our behaviors. We don't control our weight. Your body will do what your body needs to do. When we only focus on weight as the measure of success, a few things tend to happen. One, we get obsessive, right? Our brain loves data and numbers, and it's very easy for us to get like obsessive with numbers, especially when it comes to our weight. Two, it often will lead us to use measures that are not necessarily healthy, right? Hashtag every eating disorders and disordered eating, like all the diets, like those are not healthy behaviors, restricting your body from energy is not a healthy behavior. Like literally traumatizing your body by not nourishing it is not a healthy behavior. But when we set these like weight goals, it's almost like we will do anything to achieve that. And we want to achieve it pretty fast. And we start engaging in behaviors that are actually not really aligned with maybe other values that we have, or just you know, health in general. So we also don't love that. And like I said, we don't control our weight, but our weight is meant to fluctuate, right? Like our weight is meant to be, like, it's not always meant to be the same. Like we have a set range where your body can be and be happy. And when, again, we hyper-focus on trying to control that one metric, it doesn't lead to anything good nor long-term success. And I also always like to think about this, like what's the like long-term plan? Cause like arguably you could do this set of weight loss goals and that you achieve by dieting, but then what, what do we do after? Because there's always an after to diets, right? There's never a, like I dieted hit where I wanted to go and stayed there. Like not for 95% of people, most people do regain the weight. Most people will not continue to engage in like putting freaking butter in their coffee. Like that's not the life that most of us wants to live. If it is for you, like kudos, yay, may not be the podcast for you, but happy you're here. What is the long-term plan? What does that goal actually look like for you? Right. I think we're very, and I'm going to talk from my personal experience and if you really great, but like for me, I was very seduced by this idea of once I reach that weight, then all of my actual goals will happen, right? Like it was about the weight, but it wasn't like a hundred percent about the weight. It was like, I want to feel confident and comfortable. And I want to be able to do all these things. And I want to feel happy and I want to feel attractive and desirable. And those were the actual things I wanted to feel, but weight was the barrier or what I had told myself I needed to accomplish in order to get those things. And clearly it was like limiting, right? Like it did not lead me to actually one have long-term weight loss, but it actually did not make me happier or more confident and more desirable. If anything, it made me more obsessive around all these things and less comfortable in my body because I was so hyper-focused on it. So when we think about the long-term game of like how we want this to play out, like 
very rarely does having like weight loss goals and like in my experience, like never really does it happen that it actually leads to long-term sustainable, like health behaviors that we actually enjoy and actually feel happy. For a lot of us, it leads a lot more on the disordered side of things. So I wonder if instead, because I mean, I can't tell you to not want to lose weight. Like, I don't think it's legit. And like, I say this to my clients all the time, people who, you know, will say, oh, well, you're not, you shouldn't want to lose weight anymore now that you're like anti-diet or whatever. I don't think that's legit to ask people to do that because we have all been conditioned to want to lose weight from the age of freaking five. Like it makes sense that that's still on the back burner. It's still there. It's still a thought that we have that does make sense. But what I was challenged us to do is Instead of trying to push that down because it's just going to come back, it's trying to ask yourselves, like, what do I believe is going to happen when I lose weight? How is it that I want to feel? Like, what would that feeling be like? What do I believe will, what would I be able to experience in my brain right now if I lost weight? And again, for a lot of my clients, it's things like, well, I would be happy or I would feel more confident or I would go out with friends or I would go out to restaurants, right? Like all of these like activities And then our goal is to see, well, what if, what if instead of having weight loss goals to then experience these things, what if we just had these experience goals? What if my goal is actually just to experience like a night out with friends where I get to be there and connect with them? What if my goal is to buy a new pair of pants that I feel really good in that feels so comfy on my body? What if instead of using weight as a gatekeeper, we actually like bypassed this idea that you need to be a certain weight to experience the life you want and actually just live the life that we want. What would that look like for you? And, you know, I just want us to reflect on it. There's no answer that we need to be given today, but just starting to think about what would it be like for us if weight was no longer part of the equation? If all the things that we wanted to feel could be felt without weight loss. And before I continue on this goal setting track, I do want to say that, you know, like we still do live in a society that's fat phobic. So I don't want to take away the fact that there are some things that are extremely unfair. You know, there are some thin privileges like that does still exist. And I don't want to take that away and say, no, it's, it's all the same. Whether you're big or you're small, like people will treat you the same. I know it's not the case. I know it's not true. And Then we get to decide, right? Like one, getting to feels the feels, but then seeing, so how do I show up in my world for me to feel safe and for me to experience these things? Just because there's a system of oppression here on bodies, is it my job to try to change my body to fit an ideal? And most of the time it's no, right? Like most of the time, and I saw, sorry, most of the time, all the time, like it's not our job to fit into a mold that was never meant for us. And I know this is a hard pill to swallow, but If we can start focusing on how do I want to experience my life and what what would that look like for me if my goals were actually set on experiences instead of weight goals? What if I could switch out those like body related goals to hobbies and connection and experiences? I would really, really challenge you this year to really think about this and really set goals. This idea came to me last year when I was talking to one of my clients who when we were like just talking about, you know, the way diet culture impacted us, she's and this person, it was in her fifties. She's every great moment of my life, every great experience that I've had when I got engaged, when I graduated, when I got married, when I had kids, she's for every great things that happened in my life that I feel so much joy about. 
the thought that comes right away is I know exactly how much I waited. Like what was my weight at that time? Like I can tell you my weight when I graduated, when I got engaged, when I had my first baby, like every memory that I have, every great life experiences that I have is tainted by the idea that my body was never enough at that time and that I was so unhappy with my body. And I know exactly what weight I was at. And we spent a lot of times and like many sessions around this, talking this through, because this is the cost of living in the diet culture and hyper-focusing on our bodies all the time. It's something that takes so much of our brain juice and it taints every experiences that we have. So I wonder how it would be for you in 2023 if we did that differently. Like, I don't know if you've already set your goals or if you don't set goals, that's okay too. But if we were to set goals, like what if we left any body related goals outside, any external goals outside? What if we really focus on how do I want to feel this year and how do I get to experience that? For me, when I do goal setting, there's a few things that I take into consideration. One, my values. I think that's really important. I really do think that when our goals align with our values, it's a lot easier for us to achieve those goals because it feels a lot more connected. How I want to feel is a big part for me, how I want to experience life and how I want to show up. And for me, um, so if you heard me talk last week about my reflection, I have three buckets that I like to focus on currently, and that is love, work, and play. And I love to set goals in all of these different buckets because to me, those are three things that are currently in the center of my life. So when I think about work goals, I definitely set a lot of work goals and things that I want to achieve and the impact that I want to make. And I think there's a lot of work for us to do at the balance practice with the team. There's so much work for us to do for access to care for eating disorders, to support folks in having better relationship, to dismantle diet culture. Like I have so much work to do in this lifetime. And it's such a passion of mine to help people really heal their relationship with food and their bodies, because I know how life is so different afterwards. I know how we get to show up so differently once we heal. And that's our big mission. So definitely have a lot of goals related to that, that are all very value-based, that are very aligned with who I am as a person and how our team wants to show up and help people. Then in our play, this is also something that's really important to me and even more important to me in 2023. If you heard last week's episode again, we talked a lot about, for me, play last year was not was not a big part of my life. I didn't get a lot of play in 2022 or not as much as I would have wanted. I didn't get enough balance in that area. And it's definitely something that in 2023, I'm making a big shift. I'm really focusing on play this year. It's going to be my main objective, to be honest with you, is the way that I show up and experience life and the joy that I can feel in life and how I want to play and have fun, have better balance and find out, you know, more about me and who I am as a person outside of my practice and my business and like engaging in things that I really enjoy and having adventures. Like this is a big part of my 2023. And again, it's all about experiencing. 
right? And then the last piece is love and how I want to connect and how I want to feel in my connections. My husband and I have our own full goals of lists of how we want to show up for each other in the relationship this year. And the things that even like last year, like what did we think was missing in our relationship or what did we let slide off? And what do we want to do this year? Like how we do we want to show up for each other? And he'll tell me like how he wants to be loved and how I want to be loved and how we get to show up for each other this year. And that to me is also really important, right? Being very secure in that relationship and continuously nurturing that relationship is important. And I think sometimes it's something that can fall off track when everything else happens. So definitely putting goals around that and then with friends and family. So again, all of my goals are all about feelings, experiences, and value. I don't have any goals that relate to my performance, how I look, I really focus on the experience of life and living an intentional one. And to me, it feels so much juicier and so much better. And there's really no shame, right? Because I I also, you know, allow myself that I know that I'm not going to be happy every day of the year and that doesn't really matter. It's fine. Like I'm, I'm a human and I'm a human with a lot of emotion. Like I definitely do consider myself a super feeler. I feel a lot. I feel deep, deeply, like I cry all the time. Like I'm just, not just because I'm sad, like of happiness when I'm touched, like I just feel so connected to that emotional side of me. So I know not every day is going to be play and love and that's okay, But I think having those goals and things that I put into my awareness is going to help me be able to make those things happen a little bit more. So I hope what you take from this podcast episode is that one, if you don't want to set goal, that's totally okay. You don't have to. January doesn't have to be a goal setting activity if you don't want to. Two, I hope that we don't set weight really goal this year. I don't recommend it. Not the vibe that we want. Three, Diet culture is going to be on high alert in January. It always is, right? New New Year, New You is the vibe, but it is not. It, it doesn't have to be. We really get to opt out of diet culture. We really do get to set goals outside of diet culture. Diet culture keeps us stuck. It keeps us obsessed about food in our body. It keeps us from actually living the life that we want. And it's a freaking hard pill to swallow. You know, like even talking about like my client who was 50 and when we're like looking back and you're like, Every experience in my life was impacted by diet culture. It's a hard freaking pill to swallow, but the thing that's really freaking cool is that you also get to heal. And maybe that can be your goal this year. What if your goal was to heal your relationship with food in your body once and for all? What if your goal was actually get to a place where you can feel so confident, so empowered with food, where food was no longer stressful, it was fun, you woke up every day feeling confident around it, and that you felt connected to your body, we can come home to our body, we can take care of our body, and there's just so much ease. What if that could be your goal? What would that look like for you? I want that for every human on this planet because I know how it feels to be on both sides. I know how it feels to struggle and I know how it feels when it it is actually very easy and calm and nice and healing and intentional. And I so, so want that for you. And if that's something that you want to do, and if you are interested in healing your relationship with food and your body, and 2023 is the year that we want to start, we do have the balance program that will be opening at the end of this month, which is really exciting. I'm really excited to welcome you folks into our world. 
And we're going to have a free workshop. So if you want to learn more, maybe how I work, or you want to learn more around food relationship, we're going to do a free workshop on emotional eating, where we're going to talk about why we are emotional eaters, how we're emotional eaters, how we use food as a way to cope, how food plays a big role in our life, and how we can start managing food a little bit better in that sense. I love this workshop. I have run this workshop many times in the past, and it is my most favorite workshop that people absolutely love because there's so many takeaways. So if you are wanting to learn more from me, you can join this free workshop. So you can just go to www.thebalancepractice.com forward slash workshop and sign up. Again, it's free. And if you're interested in joining the balance program, we still have the waitlist open right now for the next couple of days. So you can definitely join and then you'll be able to access all of the bonuses once the program opens. So you can go to www.thebalancepractice.com forward slash program, get all the info, sign up for the waitlist. You don't need to buy when you're on the waitlist, but you do get access to all the freebies once you're on the waitlist. So I highly suggest it. On that note, my friend, happy 2023. I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm so happy to connect with you weekly on this podcast. You can expect so much goodies coming this year from me, from the practice. We are on this mission and we cannot help to continue to support you in having the best relationship with food and your body. On that note, my friend, have a wonderful day and we'll connect soon.